the situationship shit's hit a little harder. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm still fucked up. You're not the I don't only like one. that. No, I know I'm not, but yeah. I just keep it private. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know? I mean, you know now, but I still be out in the streets too, but it's just like the chemistry between me and that nigga is just like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, what do you miss the most about it? I mean, <laughs> the chemistry. <laughs> you said, or no, you she's trying to get me caught. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get her caught up. Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I should have took a shot and did the wraparound. Yeah, it's okay. Hold on. We just gonna do one for the video. Hold on. Shout out to Lori and Madison. We gonna do a gotta do a wraparound. Mm-hmm. Wraparound. Yeah. Mm. Alright, y'all. We trying to get to our destination. We going to 4040. We was going to Harbor. We was going to Stafford. Now, now we going to Fort Child. We just trying to get to wherever the sex is at. Where the niggas at? Where the hood niggas at? Where the hood niggas at? Where the hood niggas at? Hold <laughs> on. Oh, Confessional. We in this bitch. We in this bitch. Y'all. Yeah. Make that ass up. Got you. Welcome back to another episode of the Blow Up Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings and blow a little something while you're at it. If you're new here, this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm Courtney, Courtney Shalise, aka I'm Court Sue on the gram. And I'm just a reformed stay-at-home daughter out here in New York kicking it, trying to make it as a young creative. And I'm bringing y'all along the journey with me. Let's get into it. Subscribe on every platform where we live. Um, follow me on Instagram at I'm Court Two at the Blow Dot Up and stay dangerous. Blow some more. We're here today with my friend, my sister, Quincy. Quincy, Hi. do you want to give the girls your Instagram? Yes. So at Quincy Jane Q U I N C I J A N E. I know that's right. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> We're going to get into the affirmation of the session. Raise your joints. We don't have our joints or our blunts or any cannabis device of choice today because we Cheers. are in somebody's house today, you all. Act right. We got to act in, right. We got to act right. <laughs> we got to act like we, we got some right. sense. We are in WTF Media Studios. Shout out to Wheezy, Black-owned business, Black-woman-owned business. We love that. We support that. We and thank you for having that. us. Yes, thank you for having us yes for we are gonna get it shaken affirmating affirmating affirming that we are on the way to greatness no matter what throw or what life throws our way um I feel like I've been in a in a season of just riding the wave making sure that even though 
problems might come up, inconveniences might come up that I stay focused and realize that I'm in a season of preparation. Mm -hmm. I've been hearing that a lot lately. It's literally on the little marquee of the church across from my apartment. It literally says season of preparation. So you see it all the time. No, literally, like the universe, the ancestors, they're speaking. So with that being said, let's get into it. My life is too good to worry about petty inconveniences. My life is too good to worry about petty inconveniences. Everything is for the plot. (laughs) Everything is for the plot. I love that. I'm trying to say. (laughs) Everything is working in my favor for my most favored result. Everything is working in my favor for my most favored result. Amen. Amen. And so it is. Clink, clink. Cheers. Even though we're not smoking, we're doing a little, a little drinky sip. drink. A it's little, real humble. It's, it's real, real humble. Because y'all know we really are cannabis advocates or whatever. But, you know, we just doing what we do. Yes. Acting bad on this Saturday night. This week in life, music, movies, TV, art, and kind of politics. How's life, bro? How's life? Life is good. I mean, this past week was really busy, especially with work and after work, extracurricular stuff like that. But it's good to be busy. Definitely put myself out there. Sometimes I can definitely get a little too comfortable and just be to myself a bit too much. So I think it's always great when you just meet new people throughout the week and connect with others. So that's really what my week consisted of. How was yours? Mine was so tough. I was just so tired this week. I was tired. I didn't mention. <laughs> I was just so tired. Fed up. Yeah. When I got home yesterday, I told myself that. Well, I told you how like the world was just out to get me whenever I got <laughs> off. I literally got off at. I actually, no, I left early. I uh, left and early. That'd be the worst when you're on time, but but life is just um, making you not on time. Yeah. I got off. And I was like, okay, it's going to take me a cute little 30 minutes to get back to the crib. You know, I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm on the I'm on the, the right track. <laughs> literally. <laughs> she's, on track. She's, on, she's on the wrong track, literally. Oh, Ended up lost in Queens, but y'all know that's nothing new. I end up in a new fucking borough every time I get on the train. <laughs> that's happened to me a couple times. No, literally. It's like I'm going to the city, but why am I seeing houses? Okay, I'm going Like, why am I in the suburbs? Damn, yeah. Like, damn near. Oh. I don't like that for us, but I feel you like going out there and saying yes to a lot of things. Mm. I try my best to keep that at the forefront of my mind. Even though I'm tired, I try to still keep myself up and going and like ready to take on life because I know I'm only going to be here in New York until August. So I want to make sure that I'm getting like everything. Every crumb. Out of my time. I'm sorry, y'all. Just because we in the studio don't mean that we going <laughs> <laughs> You did better, though. You made it real- <laughs> I know. I was better with it. I was better. I kept it real better. cute and yeah. real quiet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. I definitely want to, like, work on just being more present, even though I am tired. Like, scheduling mm-hmm. is really important to me now. Like, setting my alarms. And, like, I didn't do good today. But, like, being on time to things. Like, being more diligent with that. Mm-hmm. It's okay because we're a work in process and we're a work in progress. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I agree. I mean, as long as we're doing better than we did the day before. So. No, for real. And I've had a few um, old men, and I know you're listening because mm-hmm. they always do. Ooh. Hit me up. 
Okay. Yeah. I just had to slide that in there because you know they're gonna be watching. You know, the ops is watching and the ops is listening every time. Get out her business, y'all. Get out my business. (laughs) Get out my business or stay in it. I don't know unless you plan on being Wall Street and investing in it. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of threw me off too. Like I told you, I was watching Sex in the City earlier, the movie. If you haven't watched it yet, you really got to tap in. I haven't I watched either like one. I'm really it's, slacking. It's for every 20-something girl, for sure. Okay. Especially if you're coming up like a little seedling. I told you, my mom, every time I go in her bedroom, she would be watching Sex in the City. It's like, wow. Something kept her enticed this whole time. So maybe I do need to watch it. And my mom watching it. But yeah. I feel like it's the white woman's... Um, like, what's a good comparison? Like, how our moms were like, well, my mom was watching The Real Housewives a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was watching that today. <laughs> were you? Yeah. It so it's still going, right? Uh, Yeah. But I mean, like, Nene's not on there. Ken's not on there. Is Candy on there? I don't know. Miss Candy keep a bag birds. Yeah. I know that's right. right. The seasons with Kim and Nene going back and forth about Kim's music career is just way too funny. Way Honestly, too funny. I still love Kim's show. What's Kim's show? I never watched Don't it. Don't be tardy for the party. Oh, uh, you mean her song? Uh, no, she has a whole series. <laughs> she has a show? With several seasons. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, Kim. Very good. Yeah. It like follows like her whole family. And like I love her daughters, Ariel. And, uh, they were spoiled now. Hella spoiled. Oh, my God. I'm like, wow, well, I want to be there. <laughs> they get into hella shit. Yeah. They get no, into I hella bet. shit. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, y'all, I was watching Sex in the City and it just reminded me of how like niggas aren't shit, forever aren't going to be shit. But um, as long as you have your best bitches with you, I mean... Life can be fun. Life can I mean, be fun. Life is good. There's a reason to live. Yeah. You got to watch it. You got to start this weekend. I'm definitely going to watch it. What is it on? Like Peacock, Hulu? HBO Max. Okay, I have that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a lead. I feel like I have all the Infinity stuff. I know, that's right. Hulu. HBO, whatever, you name it. I know that's yeah. right. I only pay for like one or two though. But yeah, that's how you do, you know, you you password share, you know. It's about the network you have. It is about the network because I ain't never paid for a service. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never paid Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never. So we have conjured up a little playlist for you guys. Um, Bryson Tiller just announced his new tour. If you know me, you know Bryson Tiller is my man. That's my guy. Um, I feel like he's carried me through the trenches of like what was that? What was this era like? 2016, 2018, Trap Soul. Just yeah, that high yeah. school era. Like that's what was I a freshman? I feel like I was a freshman sophomore. Mm-hmm. I think I was like sophomore. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that SoundCloud bag. Yeah. That SoundCloud bag. Oh my god! So with that being said, I you know we had to go back in the archives mm-hmm. and really just like indulge in the sound that is Trap Soul. I feel like Bryson Tiller has a lot of sons. He has a lot of sons. Like, are you meaning literally, or are you just saying uh, that? No. <laughs> Because I don't really know much about his personal life. I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I mean, like, musically. Like, um, after he came out, like, yeah, we had Drake. Everybody tried to be like him. Everybody tried to, like, steal his flow, and now we don't you have. We Drake? Don't... Did I hear you say Drake? Drake? Like, no, I said, like, we had Drake. Oh, okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? I mean, like, Drake after Bryson, but yeah. No, Drake, yeah. no, but I do feel like Drake so did want to, like, you know. 
ride his little wave a bit. Mm. Okay. You want to tap into that, or <laughs> we gonna leave it? it we gonna leave it where it's at. We gonna leave it where it's at because I did have a Drake hating season, but I'm over that what? now. I did. Okay. We gonna table that though. I hate him for them concert prices. Like, wait, I am not paying Beyonce prices to see Drake in nosebleed. I'm just not. I'm not going to see nobody in the nosebleed. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> Drake, what point. were you thinking? What Unless were, you were in thinking? the suites. And I heard he's getting sued now, which is crazy. Yeah. For who? For what? From Ticketmaster over like the prices or whatever. But oh, Ticketmaster yeah. not any better because those service fees ooh, and the charges that y'all be trying to tax people after you say the ticket price. We don't like it's it. Fraud. We don't it's like it. We don't like fraud. it at all. And I hope y'all feel. I hope None y'all of y'all fall. is right. I pray every piece of negativity upon. Your company and your business, but <laughs> so anywho, um, with our you know love for Bryson, we decided that we're gonna come up with. Actually, this was Quincy's idea, and she found it from somebody else. So we're not gonna mm-hmm. take credit for your for your uh, for your game for your, for your okay. idea. But yeah. we're gonna curate the perfect four song EP mm-hmm. from Bryson Tiller's entire catalog. Yes. And I would love for you to go first, Quincy. What do you have? Okay, is this gonna so be controversial? I've been thinking. I don't think so. But also, let me pull up the songs real quick. Um, on my SoundCloud because I'm looking at Trap Soul, but were his songs from SoundCloud that early era? Are those all on Trap Soul? Like I'm thinking about Self Righteous. Let him know. Oh, I'm like, am I missing any? And I want to think about features. He too. has like a, a features. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I never felt like the features were that strong because it was after that era. But you know, unless yeah. it was like Wild Thoughts or like you know, but I feel like. That SoundCloud era has like six really strong songs that can just be an EP by itself. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, definitely. I think opening up, so intro. Um, I think I really want them to come out strong with Sorry Not Sorry. Mm. It's just a banger. You know, it's a banger. Now you want to say what's up to me. <laughs> okay, so now you want to make love to it me. It was such a good song. Girl, oh you don't get the fuck from me. Like, come on. Whatever animosity had, whoever it was towards, I just hope they figured it out. It had to have been. <laughs> it was really a good song. Yeah. What would you say for the second one? Or would you like counter that? You said sorry, sorry, not sorry, next. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I'm gonna be honest, I hadn't I haven't paid much attention to that first song that you said. What was it? Sorry, not sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You no, said sorry, something not else sorry. first. What was the first song? Oh, I thought you yeah. said another interlude uh, first. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I was going to say You want to start off with sorry, not yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. You know? No, I can agree with that. I yeah. can agree with that. I feel like that's a strong start. It's an abrasive start, and it's an aggressive start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I feel like, like, don't play with him. Stop playing with him. Ever, Whatever y'all did to Bryson, just stop. Ever. Yeah. So what, where are you transitioning from there? Mm, I think I would go into, uh, I just, I feel like exchange got to be up in there. I don't know. I think it deserves a spot. I mean, that's a song that got us all hooked. Okay. Okay. Or self-righteous. That's between the two. I mean, it's your, it's, your, it's, it's your EP. I got my yeah, own I didn't EP. Know, like, so. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 yeah. So, okay, let me think. Uh, yeah, I think exchange. And then Change. open interlude, of course. 
Actually, I kind of want to do open interlude last and then self-righteous. I feel like the interludes, like, they never make the interludes long enough. Because they're always the star of the show for me personally. Yeah, I've always wondered the motivation behind it. Like, is it an actual song that they're trying to build out? And and then they're like, wow, this isn't going to get any deeper than this. And they cut it to an interlude? Mm -hmm. Or has it always been intended to be an interlude? I never really knew, but... If he had a longer version of that song, Bryson, I need you to drop that and I need you to add me. Thank you. Period. Yeah. I want my voicemail intro. <laughs> I do. Turn that bitch into some heat. Man, what? Okay, so what's your last one? Um, Open interlude was the last one. Honestly, I know it's like a interlude, but I like it. Oh, okay. So yeah. you have Sorry Now, Sorry. Mm-hmm. What was the second one? Um, Damn, I already forgot. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Exchange, exchange. self righteous, open interlude. Yeah, we gonna put this together. We gonna have it, you know, flowing in the background mm-hmm. so we can see how it's hitting, so we can see how it's going. Definitely, I feel like I that sounds pretty solid. Okay, let's hear yours. Okay, so yeah. first of all, I'm gonna start off with honey. If you know about honey, I don't you don't know about honey. No. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna have it's on SoundCloud. <laughs> Yes, I hit your phone like, what's up, when you trying to get this sex with me? You know, I don't need no disrespect, honey. Sorry. Ain't no gas shooter. Yeah, that's the bomb. I'll play that for my niggas. I'll be singing to them. I'll be singing to them real good. I just feel like that was one of the songs that, like, he probably should have put that on uh, Anniversary. Was really good. I think that what makes Bryson Tiller so like phenomenal is his ability to like capture a story and like capture the essence of what it's like to be in these situations. For sure, yeah. And at the time, it's crazy. Mm-hmm, and at the time when he dropped this, I literally was a honey blonde, and I was just I had a necklace that said honey. That was your song. It was my song. <laughs> was it was my song. It was for me. Um, so for those reasons alone, we just have to start off with it because it felt too personal. Um, next we're going to move into just another interlude. That's that song where like, you stop fucking with your nigga, but like, you got to do a double back. You got to do a wrap around. Mm, just to see if you really dying. Just to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? That lust, that eternal love. Mm. I just love it. And the instrumentals on that bitch is just too crazy and too smooth. Okay. And then, um, I probably have to put the open interlude next. I just love his interlude. It was really, really, really good. It was really too good. good. And it was long enough to not be an interlude. I'm not going to lie. I wish we could just kind of like listen to it right now and kind of vibe out. Too, yeah. The girl's going to give us a little copyright though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's whatever. It's whatever. It's cool. And yeah. then I'm in that bitch off with Rambo because, yeah. I was never a fan of Rambo. No. That's probably the one song that I did not really like that much. Oh, I was stayed yeah. on that hoe. I mean, it was popular, but I'm like, uh, you know, unpopular opinion. That was just a song. I was like, uh. <laughs> it's okay, though. He's still a good artist. He's great. He's yeah. great. It did we everything it needed to do for me. Mm, you know. Mm-hmm. The one song uh, that I can say the same for was Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Everybody disagrees with me, but it's definitely potential off of Over It. You got potential. Oh, oh. I was like, where was she going with it? I don't Wait, you don't like it? <laughs> I don't like it. 
What? And it's so crazy because everybody loves that song. And also, I mean, when if it came on, I would be singing it, but it's not like I love it. Got a new nigga. Write it down for me. <laughs> what she said the other day, you were like, sometimes you can't hear Summer what she's saying. No, for real. <laughs> she be speaking in like heavy abonics. Like It sounds good though. If you like look up what she's actually saying, like with the lyrics, they're like, it's like broken. But when we sing it, we can repeat it bar for bar. It's like, you I'm don't know what words you're saying, but yeah. Yeah, I'm making up a lot of words. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of ad-libbing and a lot of remixing. And it just sounds good. That's how you know when you're a great performer, when you can just say anything and it sound good. Literally mm-hmm. sing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, I just feel like that was kind of disrespectful. <laughs> but I don't know. I had to marinate sorry, on that. Summer. I didn't really like that. I love potential. Yeah. I feel like that was one of like, you know, the songs that could be on one of her soul albums. You know mm. what I mean? It was probably just misplaced. That's all. We'll give you my pass for that. <laughs> so, what did I say? I kind of forgot mine too. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, honey, just another interlude. You said Rambo at one point, right? That's my last one. That's how I'm gonna close with. Okay. Did I say three? I might have said three. I think you said four. You have both the interludes up there. What was the first one, honey? And honey, the last one was just another interlude. Rambo. Open interlude. Rambo, yeah. and that's where we gonna go with it. I love you, Bryson. Please send me tickets. Um, I think they just dropped. <laughs> please send us tickets. We would please love to go. send New me York. a ticket, boo. Yeah, Houston or New York or Atlanta. My birthday's on July third. I'll go. He got a he got a I wife and a baby. I forgot. I almost said I'll go anywhere you go, but mm. I'm sorry. Anywhere sorry. you go, I'll go anywhere you go. You know I'll go. I'll go anywhere you, know you what go. Video I'm thinking of? What you showed me the video of uh, choice. Choicey, is that how you say it? Yeah, Choice Brown. A pop out. I'm like, that was a good song. Choice. That's a pop that was out. Such a great song. Uh, I'm oh. sick. <laughs> I'm sick. All the girls is getting booed up real, real bad right now, and I just hate real that. Real bad. I I don't hate it. I love to see it because whenever I see love, it's just a reminder that like. You know, it's everywhere around you. Mm-hmm. You can feel it everywhere. If you see it, it's, it's, it's on the way. It's possible. And yeah. it's close to you. You know what I mean? Hold on. Pause. So, like, do you know what a, uh, what a motherfucking, uh, hold on. Fuck. I forgot what it's called. You know where you put a key in a can and you, like, chuck that bitch? What do they call that? You know what I'm talking about? The white That's people. How you know I don't do it. If the you're white, from Pasadena, if you're from Pasadena, you went to school in Pasadena and Houston, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because we did this shit all the time. A shotgun. A shotgun. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> a little chug. This is so messy. We can do a, a little long chug. Sip. A yeah, long sip. Whatever you got, take a sip. Mm. Mm. ASMR. Sorry, y'all. Just had to do it to you one time. I had the tahini on there earlier, but I don't want to like this. Well, I, I mean, might as well because I kind of wanted to. You want some little tahini? Just a little bit. Tahini, please sponsor me. Yeah. All this free promo. Okay, all I this free promo. We pre promo. We got to get the camera. Uh, I guess. You know, involved. We got to get the brands involved. Here you go. Mm mm mm. I wish we could have like taken a shot before this. Me too, but I wasn't buying a bottle. Oh, I'm out, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Ah, it's 
Okay. Mm. Well, yeah. Cup of season coming to an end, baby. I was about to say, like, what would you like to share about your dating? Because I know, you know, we talk about it. We know some things. But is there any, I don't know, anything you want to unpack? Anything you're learning? Girl, lessons? I'm still fucked up about this man. Shit Y'all right want now. her advice? <laughs> Y'all don't want my advice. I'm mm. still stuck in this nigga room. Um, unfortunately, you know, I'm a victim of the situation shit. You know what I'm saying? We talked about this. Vanessa and I heard me complain about this 50 million times. She like, that nigga was not your nigga. And, yeah. you know, well, she didn't say that. She's very kind and very nice. But, you know, that he was not my nigga. So. But would you call him your ex? No. You wouldn't? No. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you ever... I have a question. I have a question. What's your Did you question? ever feel loyal to him or that you had to be? Hell no. Never? Okay. No. We actually made it very clear that like, there's we some fucking people with that are, other people. Yeah. Some people just are like delusional. And, no, know, I was delusional because I, I thought we was going to be together. <laughs> I've been delusional, but I mean delusional to the point where it's like you're holding somebody down. It's not even holding you down. And it's just like... I think that... You know, and we're a little off topic, but this is a good segue to what we're about to be talking about, which uh-huh. is you being my single friend. I'm a single friend. We yeah. being single friends together out here in the great city of New York. My bestie is happily coupled the fuck up. So to be able to have somebody to relate to with topics like this is mm-hmm. important to me. And you just get it. Like, you know <laughs> I what I mean? It, you get Because you out here in these streets with me. Um, we are in the thick of it. We're in the thick of it, the dog. Of it. We're in the thick of it. And... I don't know. It's kind of like embarrassing to look back on like the fails, like mm. especially like situationships because I feel like the situationships just hit a little harder, you know? Yeah. Like I'm still fucked up. You're not the I don't only like one. that. No, I know I'm not, but yeah. I just keep it private. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know now, but I still be out in the streets too, but it's just like the chemistry between me and that nigga is just like. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What do you miss the most about it? I mean, <laughs> the chemistry you said. <laughs> not you trying to get me caught up. <laughs> I'm not going to get her caught up. Dolphin. <laughs> Dolphin. Dolphin is the safe word, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a, I mean, what I miss the most is just camaraderie. I think that's what we look forward to most in like these situations, just having somebody like have that good friend to talk to and unload and. You know, have intimate moments that aren't necessarily sexual with that you can take in the house or outside of the house that you can just do life with. I think yeah. that is what like excites me and like keeps me around the most. And it's hard to find people that you can keep a conversation with, that you have the same humor like with, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's hard. Yeah. Like the niggas be fine, but they be dumb. They be, you know, just like completely out of line of like what I believe in sometimes. They it's just a whole bunch of, you know, yeah. Things that I feel like I look into and that I pay attention to that aren't being met. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm not giving up hope. I think that even though I'm still in my little heartbreak era, I'm still open to dating. Like I still go on dates. I mean, I'm, you know, we supposed to be going to brunch. Uh, not me and Quincy, but you know, little the other dude, one, yeah. little dude. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, so we gonna have a little update for y'all on the dating life. I know y'all been asking, but 
it's not looking too fruitful right now. No. Just wait till after tomorrow. It's either going to be like really good reviews or kind of yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's a little different I from my type. Well, you know. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I hope it goes well. So, with that being said, we're both new to New York. You know, uh, you got here about a year ago. I just got here three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very scary and hard to be in a new place. Well, you have your family here. I don't. But to be in a place where you don't have like roots necessarily and so many things are moving around you and you're still trying to figure yourself out because she's 22 i'm 21 y'all for preface we're still figuring ourselves out but we kind of are ahead of the curve i feel like you know with like our lifestyles and like we kind of have direction but i don't think direction necessarily gives you like security within Mm. yourself so how do you feel about like your sense of self since moving here with like all of the external factors from, you know, navigating your personal style, um, you know, how you see yourself in the world, how you relate to the people around you, your friends, your men's or your ladies, um, everything. How do you feel like your sense of self has changed since you've been here? Oh, I really like that question. So let me break it down. It's crazy. It's literally already been almost a year. And it's like whenever you said that, I'm thinking like, has it? It's like mm-hmm. basically June. Um, yeah. So like you said, my family's here. So definitely just so grateful that I have that support. Um, New York can be a very scary place. So like you throwing yourself out here and, you know, being vulnerable and just open to those experiences is very good and very brave of you. So kudos to you. Thank first you, of all. Yeah. Um, I think just being out here, first of all, I've always said, I mean, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations is definitely where you'll see yourself either sink or swim or, you know, grow Mm -hmm. or just, you know, let the environment define you. So definitely being uncomfortable can bring out some pretty great things. I mean, same with like imagination and just always being curious and wondering and pushing yourself and learning the unknown. These are all really good things. So, I mean... We we talked a little bit about like, you know, careers and, you know, turning a new leaf in the next week or so. So I'm really excited just to see what you bring out of that, because, you know, that's a really raw and authentic moment. It's like, you know, you've been working hard. You're going to be able to wake up and define your day, do what you want to do. You're going to you're going to hustle out here, you know, because you want to stay out here. So well, I have some news to share with you, too. Whenever we get off the. Yeah, definitely remember that thought. Yeah. okay because I'm excited. But, um, yeah, so many ways to get paid. There's so many ways to get paid, baby. Yeah. um, So, yeah, I mean, coming to New York, I think a little over a year ago, I didn't want to come here. So I've grown up visiting New York and spending summers with my grandma and just chilling out here, but never really being immersed in the culture. Uh, I was really sheltered because, you know, like, I didn't have any friends out here. I was young, you know, just staying at Granny's house. There really wasn't much else. I didn't need to be anywhere else, honestly, on these streets. But so this has been my first time figuring things out. And I can genuinely say it's great to be in New York right now, especially in my 20s. There's so much to do, um, especially coming from like a small town and everyone just knowing you, you knowing them. I don't know. It's just such a huge difference from what I'm what I came from. So Mm -hmm. it's been really great being out here. 
Um, I've definitely been learning myself. I've been spending a lot more time by myself. Uh, in college, I would just, I felt the need to always be with somebody, whether it was like a, a partner or, you know, a friend, a friend group, be doing something, be doing this, doing that. But I've, I'm genuinely comfortable with going out by myself. And That's real. Yeah. I've been telling the girls. That's the key. And it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are not dating yourself, you are literally asleep. I need you to wake up. I need you to plan a date um, in the next week or so with yourself. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I love it, you know. Just as much as I love going out to eat with you, I love going out to eat with myself. I like going to the movies by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's just I feel so like nice. we're so similar in that way that we truly enjoy like the pleasures of life. Yes, you I know love the pleasures. Yes, yes, and I can see that like by you giving yourself that that pampering, you're not very afraid at all to pamper yourself. When I think about it, Quincy gonna get a good meal. Quincy gonna go get them nails done. Quincy gonna get that them locks redone. Okay, period. Yeah. She gonna go get them redone. And I really love and admire that about you. No, truly. I think that it's so key to like being a woman. It's so key. It's so key. So tell the girls about your lock journey. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, To get into the lock journey, we just got to talk about hair, period. Yeah. Okay. So um, ever since I was younger, I've always had a lot of hair. And whenever I was five years old, I got a perm, got a relaxer. My mom put it in my head. She was like, yeah, I can't be doing this. You know, every week your hair is just so thick. It was long and it was nappy and mm-hmm. could barely get a comb through it. Uh, so yeah, I would get relaxers and I was getting relaxers up until maybe I think my freshman year of college was like the last year I had a relaxer. And I finally just got one and it was extremely overprocessed. So mm. my hair was super thin and that's whenever silk presses were hot and there was an evident difference in, you know, having a silk press and having your hair straight than like having a relaxer. Like my hair would be mm. stiff. <laughs> you would no. no, I thought that that shit fried and I was to the like, bone. Oh, I want body or whatever. So I did a big chop and that's whenever I started my natural hair draining. And you know, my hair, I don't think it was as short as yours, but it was probably like an inch or two long. I don't know. You could get a good grip on it. But mm-hmm. just starting out like that and, you know, rocking the short hair, which I encourage everyone to do at least once in your life, okay? Like Let's it, go show the girls who really got the face. Yeah, and it's going to force you to embody and embrace mm-hmm. everything else about your face. Mm-hmm. And I just think everyone needs to be confident in that natural state. I mean, it's one thing to get your hair done however you want. And yes, do that. Whatever makes you happy, but don't feel like you need it. Like, Absolutely. If you can't be comfortable with that, I think everybody should do it. That's just my opinion. And yeah, it definitely it, it helps you learn about your confidence. Uh just it makes you more self-aware. Uh, and with the log journey, it's similar because, you know, I, I went through an ugly phase. I had at least two, three, four, even five months of just not really liking my hair some days. And mm-hmm. it would literally be so depressing, like going on campus, like, oh my God, trying to put a scarf on, edges everything. And it just wasn't working, but it was such a humbling experience. So it like again, getting out of your comfort zone and doing stuff that's gonna force you to appreciate, you know, the other things that you might not currently appreciate. Mm-hmm. It, it's so important. And I think that definitely helps you with your whatever journey you're on, however you're growing, you know, definitely being uncomfortable is a good thing. So let me ask you, how long have you been uh, locked up now? Been locked for almost two years. Okay. Yeah, two years in August. So, so in like these last two years, have you found your style shifting? 
like with your hair? Are you able to like wear the same outfits and like still feel sexy and like all those things? Mm, I do think that way, but I think just overall with style, sometimes it's just I don't have a definite style. Like sometimes I want to be really, really comfortable, and then every now and then, like I really put that shit on. I mean, like heels, dress, whatever. Like go out. Um, I'm definitely a bit everywhere, and then some days, you know, I just look like a a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, my my style is really everywhere, but I just try to wear stuff that makes me feel good and you know I feel like I could be myself and just relax whatever it is I'm I'm not really at the point in my life where I'm trying to look like everybody else or mm-hmm. you know try to do what everyone else is doing definitely trying to stay authentic and whatever you know works for me just works for me and yeah. I think that you do you very well like that oh, man <laughs> that man earlier <laughs> asked you about your hair like even though like it was like uh, question, oh but God. you do stand out with your hair like this. And like with, I know that, you. like yes, like black people have locks, but like to the to the GP, the general population, like seeing someone's hairstyle like this is just like out of the norm. Mm-hmm. And I ask, like, if your if your style is changing a bit, because I noticed that when I change my hairstyles, like I feel more able to wear certain outfits. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, this doesn't go with this outfit. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I had a slick fair. back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I wish I had a half up, half down for this for this outfit. But, like, you're sporting a half up, half down right now, and it looks fucking fire. <laughs> and it looks, you. you know, like, nobody else looks like that. I feel yeah. like everybody is so stuck on fitting, like, the standard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the the generalized beauty standards, the frontals, the, uh, what do they call them? The, the motherfucking, the, the tapings, and, like, all the things. Bunch of high-maintenance stuff. Yeah, which yeah. we love. I love the girlies it, down. High-maintenance, do it. I yes. applaud you, for real. Yes, we love <laughs> that. Keep it up, baby. Absolutely. Get some for me, too. Get some for yeah. me, too. But I'm going to be out in these streets with my little bob wig <laughs> this summer. Please believe. However, um, I feel like it's so important, like you said, to, like, play with your natural hair and, like, uh-huh. see, like, just how versatile it is and feel more comfortable in what's growing out of your head. Because I mean, I think that's just like your energy, like your crown is your energy. We went to um, this event that Dove was throwing and they talked about- I was was not invited. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just messing (laughs) But they came back with all the products and I'm like, what? It was too good. And I actually used them. Shout out to Dove. Shout out to Dove. So I can't remember what the exact name was. It it is a free promo because they done gave me like $200 (laughs) of product down here. So I'm going to have to shout them out. Y'all see this wash and go brought to you today by Dove. I know that's that's right. right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They see it. They see it. And I feel sexy. I feel grown. I feel classy. And even though there's still times, like while I'm here, even in New York still, where I feel like... I wish I had a little bust down for this for this outfit, which I could do, but I feel guilty for even really? thinking that. Guilty. I feel guilty. I get it. Yeah. So I definitely put a wig over my locks. Like I got a wig installed, uh, I think like back in December. I had it in for three days. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. Nothing was wrong. Like she really did her thing, but I'm like, wow, I do not feel. I seen that. Thing. It was cute. I, was, like, was cute. what is going on? It was a shift in energy, all that for sure. Uh-huh. But going back to what you said about like beauty standards and looking like other people, one thing that's helped me with my confidence a lot and just, I don't know, 
really owning the value that I have is whenever you acknowledge that nobody looks like you, you know, whenever you could just be yourself. Nobody is you. Nobody is you. Nobody looks like you. There's literally one of you. And just take that the way you want. But that's helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Just knowing like, you know, if if, it, if it's somebody fucking with me, they fucking with me mm-hmm. because I'm me, you know. And you better talk like, shit. No, nobody look like me. So, yeah, you can spin around the block. She ain't going to find another one. Exactly. And, and that's something that I just really hold near and dear to my heart. I yeah. felt that because I got some feedback. You know, I think I told you about this, but I haven't told the people. Mm-hmm. I got some professional feedback. And basically, I was told, you know, you don't always have to speak to be seen because just as a black woman, they already see you in the room. They already see you. you you're already sticking out. So mm-hmm. you don't want to be, you know, loud and wrong. Sometimes the best course of action is just to, you know, like observe and like, you know, take take note of the room or whatever the case may yes. be. And that stuck with me because I have to remember that like I'm a Chanel in like whatever room I'm in. You know what I mean? Like the girls are going to gravitate towards me regardless. You know what I mean? Eyes are going to be be on me regardless. I don't have to do anything extra to be seen, to be valued, to be chosen. Like I don't even want to look to be chosen anymore. I just want to like, you know, attract exactly. what's meant for me. And I think that that's what true confidence is. Like you said, when you know your value, like mm-hmm. what you what you know, you bring to the table naturally. Because yeah. we're already born with certain shit naturally. You know what I mean? You don't I have agree. to do too much if you're already it. Exactly. And you're already and if it. you just know it deep down, you know. Precisely. Exactly. You just know. Yeah, I think whenever we were planning this uh, and talking about, you know, what we could talk about, Mm. I remember we were talking about confidence Mm. and I I was like going really off the rails, but Mm. I was like, confidence bag, whatever, what goes in it, da, da, da. And I was really thinking about that after the fact. I'm like, wow, it's really, sometimes it's not even a thing. Mm -hmm. It's something that you know deep down. Precisely. And I was like, wow, because I was thinking about it, like, what is it? I know I'm confident, but it's can't really put your finger on exactly everything but it's it's the power you possess for Mm. sure Mm. and you know just knowing it like you know you don't got to do too much when you just know you're comfortable within yourself so yeah um it's definitely achievable because I've been at a place you know completely unconfident and just not sure myself so it once you get that down and once you learn to grow into yourself you know where were it's you uncomfortable? Up. Like, where were you uncomfortable within yourself? And how did you work to, like, build that, to build your confidence wherever that area was? Um, So definitely uh, my younger years, like high school, a little bit of college, going into college, coming out of college, not as much. But I would just do different things, uh, thinking that, you know, like whether it was style or getting completely dressed and dolled up for school every day. Like I did this in high school, you know, just always having to have some type of protective style, some type of outfit, mm-hmm. like never really being comfortable for real. Mm-hmm. And like I also told you, you know, my a lot of my confidence comes from just being comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing uncomfortable things that didn't really feel important to me. So I think just getting older and learning more about myself, just realizing that it was... Um, it's it's a way of thinking, you know, and a lot of it is affirmative, uh, being sure of yourself, learning more about yourself, um, how you carry yourself and also what you put up with, I think mm-hmm. goes into all that. So, yeah. 
What do you feel like you thought about yourself then versus now? Mm, I didn't really know like how powerful or how valuable I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like even other people saw it at times, but you know, it's not really worth anything when you don't see it at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you feel like when people don't see or when people do see your value before you, do you think that they can use that to their advantage? Um, I don't know if like using it to their advantage, they might, I mean, when people see that they might be inspired maybe that way, like seeing it towards your advantage. But um, I definitely, it, they treat you the way you treat yourself or the way you carry yourself. Um, yeah, like people pick up on that a lot, you know. That's why it's like, it, it could even be an aura. It's basically an aura. That's why it you were is. saying, you know, when you you're in the room. It. You like, literally you don't carry speak. it. Yeah, you don't got to speak because you just like. Like when you walk in a room and like some people are like hella slouched over oh, and like they want to they wanna hide to the back of the room or like I hate when I go places with people and they want to like sit in the back or like off in the cut. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. No, like for what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like that's just a really small example, but I think it speaks to like how you see how you see yourself and how you value yourself, how you value yourself and how you uphold yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, people see the way you move. People are I think yes, people don't really give a fuck about you. A lot of people are focused on their self, but at the same time, people are observant and like people are like sponges. They pick up on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I think that's just human nature. And especially if you're like a young, ambitious woman, you should be conscious of, you know, the way that you're. I don't want to say advertising yourself because you should never walk around feeling like everybody's just watching you. Like you should be focused on yourself, but just be like cognizant of the fact that like there could be people around you that you could be connected with, that you can be connecting with on like a personal level or a professional level that could like change your, your, the life or the path of your life in some form or fashion that you might not be able or ready to receive because Mm -hmm. you're just not in a place to receive. Like you're going to block it energetically. You know what I mean? No, I get what you mean. Yeah, I think this goes back to like the the event we went to the other day, mm. and we asked ourselves the question: like, did we connect with people that we just knew we'd be comfortable with, or did we really step out of that zone? And that's something I'm trying to get better at, honestly. Just speaking to people that I wouldn't normally speak to, or just being open to it, and because you really never know. Mm-hmm. Um, like the game you could have for someone or the game they could have for you or mm-hmm. just you never know where those connections will lead you so being more open and more aware of like how I present myself am I easily approachable like how do I come off I'm I'm mindful of that a lot mm-hmm. so what um, do you do on the daily or the weekly to make sure that you're feeling yourself feeling secure and comfortable mm. That's honestly a hard question because I think I just like do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's natural at this point. Yeah, I can't really think about it too much. I don't know. Is there something you do? Do you have any tips for me? Yeah, I mean, I think that I just try to remind myself every day, whether it's in the mirror, like um, journaling. Mm-hmm. I feel like I curate my social media too to kind of like reflect my thoughts. Like I, I try not to follow people who talk too much shit, people who are, you know, that bitch that's always on the stories like, I can't trust no bitch. You know what I mean? Please, please log off. You know what I mean? Please go find a friend. Find a friend. Get a job. Get a job. Do something. Do something. Find a hustle. Do something. Yeah. Um, 
I, I try not to like take too much of that in. Um, I like that either. Yeah. I do like yoga a lot. I try to exercise whenever I'm feeling down. I think I just try to stay on top of my mental and like my thoughts mm -hmm. as much as possible because, like we said, it's a mindset. Yeah. Pure That's what I was going to say. If anything, if I, because I overthink a lot, I mean, even to this day. And sometimes I just have to stop myself in the process of that, like, you know. Literally, just just stop. Because you can catch yourself self-sabotaging if you really just, like, mm -hmm. stop and listen. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, speaking of self-sabotaging, do you feel like you've ever self-sabotaged any relationships in your life? Yeah. Because you weren't, <laughs> like, I you weren't ready confidence-wise or secure enough? Confidence-wise? Um, I don't think it was confidence-wise, but self-sabotage, unfortunately, yeah, that's something that I've done a few times. Um especially in relationships. I don't know if I can relate it to confidence, though. Uh, I think it's more so either with trust or just overthinking, you know, overcomplicating things. Uh, definitely trying to come up out of that now. And I'm pretty proud of myself because, you know, like we talked about, you know, just a little bit. Yeah, just the, pro the progress that I'm making with that. So, but definitely... Definitely have self-sabotage. It's really hard not to. It, it was hard not to in the past, but yeah. Do you trust yourself to make the right decisions? Uh, I like to ha I have second thoughts about things or just like, what if it went that way or what if it went this way? Um, yeah, but that's about it. For the most part, I know I trust my intuition. And if I'm thinking something, you know, if I have a gut feeling, I really do try to follow those because... It's okay, just... hold on, pause. Explain to the girls what your gut feeling is. Like, how do you know something is your intuition? And how do you know if it's your ego? Um, With me, intuition, I mean, it's just not going to sit right with me. I'm going to just be thinking about it. I don't really get it confused with ego. Um, It's just something that just doesn't feel right, doesn't mm -hmm. sit right. You keep thinking back to it and questioning it and deep down if you know something's wrong like you know something's wrong mm -hmm. and I've just learned to just listen to that uh and you know just go based off of that that's probably the most I can trust myself is whenever I go off my intuition mm -hmm. yeah I feel that you? I feel like it's taken me a long time to really like trust and tap into my intuition because of you know, the way that I was conditioned growing, growing up mm -hmm. to not really trust in myself and to look to external people or external factors to like look for confirmation or like maybe I'm wrong, maybe I need a second opinion. So like mm -hmm. looking inward to my body to honestly speak to me because whenever, like you said, if something's not sitting right with me, like my stomach will hurt or my mm -hmm. head will start hurting. Like literally I've had that happen to me with guys too. Like I'll, oh, wow. no seriously. Like you was literally sick. No, I'm <laughs> sick as fuck. Like, yeah. Like in the bed, stomach hurting. <laughs> not like I got a shit. <laughs> not like I got a shit, but like, you know, uh, like I think like the last dude that I had sex with before I came out here, um, whenever I left his house, mm. I was like super fucking sad. And like we had a good time. You know what I mean? I was sad. Yeah, like sad. I you literally didn't leave. No, 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 no. Like I did leave. And like I was getting ramen at, at JN. Shout out to JN. Y'all need to sponsor me too. <laughs> um, but I was just sitting in the car and I just like felt low. You know Ooh. what I mean? I just started thinking about all the things that I wanted to do that I haven't done yet. And I was just like, why haven't you like 
move the needle on any of this mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Like I started to feel a lot of self-doubt pouring in on me. And I take that very seriously. Do you think that he could have been having those same feelings and it like transferred? I think that could be. Because I believe in that. I, no, I do too. You gotta be careful, yeah. I do too, because I've had situations, I think I told you about this too, like where I've had a man in my face, I'm telling him about like my aspirations mm-hmm. and, you know, he's like, oh, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's feeling that way about but himself. Exactly. Yeah, that stuff definitely transfers. So, I mean, those are gut feelings that you know it's not right. And it's just best to catch it, nip it in the butt when it's there because, look, it will haunt you. It'll keep coming back. And I'm religious. I believe in God. And I've been hard-headed in the past, but it's like God will continue to he he be sabotaging things that he do not want for you over mm-hmm. and over and over again. It mm-hmm. don't matter how many times you go back, do this, do that. If that's not what he wants, it's going to keep it's gonna be a mess. And you gonna mm. it's gonna get worse and worse and thicker mm. and thicker and thicker. Mm. Mm. So that's why you need to watch Sex and City because he <laughs> kept going back to that nigga, bro. And he, Man. Was, he was not the one, bro. Uh, he was just emotionally unstable. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like just those situationships that go on for way too long mm-hmm. and they keep on ending. And apparently I haven't got to I haven't gotten to this part yet. I think it's in the second movie that they have, but I think he dies eventually. Wow. So, yeah. Keep fucking <laughs> wow. around. You're going to find out what God don't want for you if you don't value yourself enough to remove yourself or to trust in yourself. So, yeah, I definitely be feeling that shit within my body. Mm. I would say, like, just to answer the question, I think my intuition lies within, like, my heart space and then, like, my ego, it lies in, like, my head. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it'll feel like a... It'll feel like my first voice. I know some people can't hear like voices in their head whenever they like think, but I do. Mm-hmm. So like if I hear it in my head versus like hearing it or hearing it like in the front of my head, it's the best way that I can describe it instead of hearing it in the back and then feeling like that total body agreement is um, what I feel like. That's deep. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm real connected with the folks. Okay. With my yeah. ancestors. You see, I'm always learning stuff from you because you're definitely more, like I always say, I just want to be more emotional or more tapped in, you know, more vulnerable. It's like, wow, that's such a great power to possess. So we got to talk about that off camera. Cause no, we, we do. Or you might just have to come back on the couch. Uh, maybe so. We'll see. We'll I see. know that's right. But I really like everything you've tapped into so far. So No, yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to like ask you, um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm. You know, with everything that you're doing now to build up the person or the woman that you want to be, um, all the processes and systems and the routines that you're building. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of woman do you see yourself being, and like, how do you want to impact? other women around you? Mm, That's a good question. I think in the next five years, definitely just want to be happy at peace, continue to be at peace because I've worked so hard to get there. Uh, Having a set routine, you know, continuing to be consistent. I don't know career career wise or where life is going to take me, but definitely just want to be consistent with whatever it is I've chosen to do and hopefully be doing stuff that makes me happy um, continuing to figure out my passions. Hopefully, you know, it's starting to make a lot more sense than it is now. And just, you know, remaining true to myself, you know, not being in any situation that's just not for me. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully I just, and I know I will. I think I'm I'm at a pretty good 
point in my life right now. So just continuing the vibes. Just continuing the vibes. No, because you're already doing like so well. Thank you. And so are you. I mean, like we said, we're out here just figuring it out. That's step one, throwing yourself out there. So So you'll be 27 in in five years. Do Do you see yourself, you know, like still in New York? Mm, I think so. If not, like coming up out of New York slowly mm-hmm. but surely. Um, yeah, I like New York. I mean, those winters are rough. Okay, like, and I tell people this past one was crazy, but yeah, they said it was nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I just hope the next one isn't worse than this past one. Mm-hmm. It's given. Are we still gonna be alive next winter? Because it's uh, kind of scary out here. Warming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But do you see yourself in New York? I know you love it here. You want to be back. But you also like Houston. Like I love Houston. Houston is a great time. I okay. love Houston down. I know I'm going to come there to see you a couple I love times. It down, down, down. I see myself being bi-coastal to keep it a G. Like, I know that's right. I see myself like having... Torn. Torn. <laughs> Shout out to Baby Nilla. <laughs> I see that's our song. You really put me on. Dead eyes. I mean, like a cute love condo in both cities, Houston and New York, but never hurt. But also, mm. I have a real calling to Miami right now, so I can see myself there. And like, you have been talking about Miami. I've never been. Have you been? I haven't been, but yeah, I go to Florida a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Orlando. I'm just too many times. Orlando, Disney World, all that. We did all that stuff growing up. Yeah, too much. I went to Destin on a solo trip. It was just oh, the most. Really? It was so relaxing and beautiful. Seems relaxing, yeah. White sand beaches, beautiful southern delicacies. They got oh, alligator. Right. They be feeding you alligator and shit down alligator. there. Alligator. It was good though. Okay. Some alligator Cajun pasta. You should some. Cajun pasta? Superior. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, is that white or black people making that? No, that's some country shit. Have you ever had that? Heard of that? Alligator pasta? <laughs> yeah. I've had alligator before. And it's good. <laughs> right? Well, I'm vegan now, but I've Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fire. Well, it wasn't just alligator. It had the alligator. <laughs> More creatures in the sea. <laughs> what else was there? It had shrimp. <laughs> it had shrimp, sausage, alligator, and some chicken. That's not like gumbo. <laughs> it was too good. Woo. It was too good. Pull up to Florida and get you Jesus. some. Oh, um, okay. Shit. Um, yeah, we're running up on the end of our time here. Yeah. Friend, I want to ask you one more question. What do you think your purpose is? Oh, my God. That's such a hard question. Oh, my God. Um, Wow. I'm figuring it out. Full transparency. Um, Yeah, I'm figuring it out. If you just had to, like, give, like, a a light guess, like, estimate. What's calling to you right now? Mm. Definitely interacting with others, meeting new people. I think even maybe like learning about different cultures a bit more. Mm-hmm. I can see that being something I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so set on learning Spanish. Because she be in that Duolingo, <laughs> y'all. I'm so set on learning Spanish. I just really want to get it down. Um, because I mean, traveling and talking to different people, uh, being able to understand and like despite all the differences, still have that communication and you know, that interaction. I think that's just so dope. And uh, I like to travel, so that might be something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Definitely learning about cultures and people and, yeah, putting myself out there. What about you? 
I want to have global impact. I want to be a philanthropist, serial entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and civil rights activist. Right. Um, so I want to have global impact. So I think that's my part. I think my purpose is to empower people in general, but women in specifics with my voice, with sound. I feel like my throat chakra, like my voice from God, mm. my voice is from God, like my gift is to speak. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, I want to like right. chitter chatter my way into impacting the nations. Mm. So that's what I see for I mean, myself. That's right. Yeah, we on the way. We on the I way. mean, we y'all already next. see it. Y'all yeah. already see it. So with that being said, y'all, that's all we got for the girls. I hope that y'all enjoyed this very first episode on the YouTube. So you can check this episode out on Spotify, Audio Mac, Apple Music, iHeart, anywhere that you get your podcast now. Hope that you enjoy my sister Quincy. (laughs) Not I really did, but yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was so nice. I know that's right. Of course, sister. I know y'all see it. We all up in this bitch, me and professional and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure you check out the Fallen for You playlist and the Meet Free Zone playlist live right now for all those spring vibes, summer vibes. Y'all know it's gonna be all the way up for 2023. I've been saying this for the longest. Um, turn on your notifications for new episodes every single Sunday at 12 p.m. And make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tap in. Send this to your group chat specifically. Send it to that one girl that keep asking you if her outfit is cute before they go out. Cause I don't like that. I don't know if you don't like that, but I hate that. That really irritates me. Like when Not they aren't, yeah. yeah. Send it to her. Send Tell her to step her cookies up and get it together. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. narrative some shit let's just talk corny and lame but truly and honestly like i'm just not feeling good at all my heart is beating you know fuck my heart is beating like that my head is beating like that like